Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Starting off the week with everything you need to know from the KMOX News Team, this is STL All Local. Our top local story on this Monday, July 10th, like stealing candy or food from a baby. Some St. Louis area people are under federal investigation for stealing COVID relief money meant for children. The U.S. Attorney's Office white-collar crime supervisor Gwen Carroll tells KMOX some people lied on applications about needing the money to feed hungry children. It's pretty pretty Dickensian, I have to say, in terms of you know literally defrauding needy children. People were in trouble you know, beginning in March of 2020, and schools were no longer open. And so kids who relied on the nutrition that schools provided weren't getting it. And the Department of Agriculture saw that problem and thought, we need to make food available to children who are no longer getting access to it in the way that they need. And people saw that opportunity and exploited it. She says the scammers used the money for personal things like buying houses. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. Of the 83 COVID relief scam cases opened here this year, Carol says about 15 have resulted in convictions. Covering St. Louis County's governments. The St. Louis County Council may be considering a bill to freeze home property taxes for senior citizens tomorrow after a state law allowing for that was signed last week. Councilman Mark Carter says it doesn't cut taxes but holds them in place for those 65 and older. They get very anxious over not knowing what their tax bill is going to be from year to year, and it keeps going up. It never goes down. And uh, and then the awkwardness of trying to fight it through the assessor's office is, is a lot for our seniors to do. He's asking residents to show up at tomorrow's Committee of the Whole meeting at 1.30 in the County Administration Building in Clayton to push for the bill. St. Louis County would be the first in the state should the council give it approval tomorrow night. Bids are being reviewed to knock down the old Jamestown Mall. Councilwoman Shalonda Webb gave us an update this morning. I'm looking at you and smiling. It's just hope, right? It's been 11 plus years in the process. And 13 bids will be reviewed, then a committee from the Port Authority will put forward a recommendation. Recent storms highlighted serious issues with the St. Louis region's 911 system. One group that studied emergency call issues says solutions need to start with the people who respond. Yav Lian Yang with Forward Through Ferguson tells KMOX the region should expand who goes on the fault call. You can look at Denver, which has the STAR program, or um, Eugene, Oregon, that has the CAHOOTS program, where when you call 911, uh, dispatch have the option to route you to highly trained professionals who are trauma-informed and health-centered, and they can actually respond in terms of a mobile crisis team to get you social services, um, to de-escalate situations, to reverse overdoses and things like that, to basically address the vast majority of calls. Yang says that compensation and standards need to be uniform for call center dispatchers, regardless of which jurisdiction they work in. She says that includes pay, liability protection, and mental health supports. Missouri's House Minority Leader wants to become the state's next governor. Governor Democrat Crystal Quaid launched her campaign today. KMOX's Chris and Amy asked her how she'd see working in such a red state. So as minority leader um, for the past six years, and I've been a legislator for seven, um, you know, and being a representative from Springfield, working across the aisle is something I have to do every day. Um, Every law of mine that has uh, become law that I have sponsored has actually been carried by a Republican. And that's a thing that Democrats do in Jefferson City all the time. We don't care who gets the credit as long as um, what's best for Missourians is being accomplished.
Several Republicans have also announced campaigns for governor in 2024 in hopes of succeeding Mike Parson, whose term expires. The White House files an emergency appeal over a Missouri lawsuit. A federal judge sided with Missouri's attorney general last week trying to stop the Biden administration from working with social media companies to, as the suit claims, censor free speech. The White House today filed an emergency appeal with the 5th District Court of Appeals after the judge refused to stay his ruling. District Judge Terry Doughty says the White House did not identify any conduct they claim is lawful but is prevented by his order. The suit was filed in 2022 by Attorney General Eric Schmidt and is being continued by his successor, Andrew Bailey. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. It's a big boost for Illinois tourism with 111 million visitors in the past year, a 14% increase over pre-pandemic levels. State Commerce Director Kristen Richards says marketing has been the key to success. This year's record-breaking hotel revenue, increased traveler spending, and visitor numbers were boosted by our award-winning middle-of-everything tourism campaign. Richards says it's not just Chicago that tourists are visiting. She cited the Enjoy Illinois 300 race in the Metro East. The KMOX business desk, the developer of a high-rise at the former World News site in Clayton are dropping plans for condominiums. The Post-Dispatch reports that Midas and Green Street are looking to make the 20-story building a 245-room hotel with a jazz club and restaurant instead. The project had already been downsized from being a 25-story structure and the developers backed off building on an adjacent property on Forsyth Boulevard. There was no word on why the project is being scaled down. Well, as we continue on KMOX, Instagram's Threads app has hit 100 million users less than a week after launch, making it already one of the most successful apps ever. CBS tech contributor Ian Shear explains why. Reaching this kind of milestone doesn't sound like such a surprise when you consider that Meta slash Facebook slash Instagram is dealing with billions of users on a regular basis. Right? Instagram itself has a billion users. So the idea that 10% of Instagram signed up for this new New app that is marketed as an Instagram app is not surprising. Cheer says it remains to be seen what sort of impact threads will have on the culture at large. What makes Twitter special isn't just that it has a few hundred million people using it, although that, of course, helps. But what's really important about it is that it has become a gathering place for politicians, for sports stars, entertainers, media people, activists, and all sorts of others. It's a place where a lot of the world's culture is happening. And since Elon Musk took over late last year, that has all started to destabilize. Well, to find out exactly how you should be approaching threads, uh, maybe you're on multiple social networks and you're wondering how threads uh, fits in, let's welcome in VP of Social Media. Media at St. Louis marketing firm Elasticity, Jennifer Inglis. Thank you so much for joining us, Jennifer. Hi, Michael. Happy to talk to you today. So I think you can, if you just scroll through the timeline, first of all, on threads, you can tell that it's, um, I, I, I don't necessarily want to say sillier, but it's it seems like there's a lot more fun happening there than on Twitter. It is. Yeah, it's really starting off as a really playful place. A lot of people and brands kind of kicked off their account by making a joke, uh, a lot of puns going on about threads and how that might tie into your interests. So definitely so far, it's just a really fun and playful environment. I have some uh, seen some people, Jennifer, um, kind of questioning, all right, what do I post on Twitter versus what do I post on threads? Do I make one my primary? Do I just put the same on both? How are you finding people are approaching this so far? 
I think threads is really all about generating a conversation. A lot of people are posting questions there, um, you know, talking about what they ate for lunch or, um, you know, something they're excited about or just asking questions and trying to be um, engaging and spark a conversation. Twitter has really turned into quite a negative space with people, you know, complaining about things or posting opinions that might be controversial. And threads is really more about collaborating with people in a fun and playful way that encourages engagement, but in a positive way. Yeah, how are brands approaching this uh, and what have we seen maybe some of the the uh, most out there things that we've seen from brands oh my goodness netflix is completely wild and they've said some things that i probably can't repeat on um, this uh, platform um so they're definitely one to check out american eagle uh, the fashion company is also having a really good time and just posting super silly things um you can tell they're having fun and just kind of trying to carve out a new kind of voice for themselves they, they have a completely different voice on that channel than anywhere else and i think to me that's the most interesting thing to see is brands that are sort of embracing the new platform and taking a new approach and not having it be exactly the same voice that they have on other channels and Jennifer, the the head of Instagram did cause uh, a bit of a stir when he said that they're really looking more for lifestyle conversations and topics, things like sports and fashion, and they're not really looking for news as much, especially yeah. politics on threads. Absolutely. Yeah, I've really seen people talking about how it's supposed to be a safer space for people. You're supposed to be able to post without getting bombarded by bots who are kind of making fun of you. It's supposed to be a space that's safer for minorities and people who have, you know, lifestyles that might not be as um, encouraged on a platform like Twitter, where people kind of come at you, the trolls are, you know, pretty rife on that platform. So I think that's one thing they're definitely trying to do is make it a safer space where people feel like they can really express themselves um, in a place where they're not going to get hit by bots. Now, Threads is still pretty um, threadbare, you could say, uh, in terms of features, at least. You know, you can't, um, I find that when it says, you know, so-and-so has followed you, and then I click on that in the activity pane, it takes me to a link of everybody who follows me. Um, you can't do searches, you can't do hashtags, uh, yeah. and there are no ads on the platform right now. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them even talking, uh, internal people who work at Meta, about how they weren't expecting it to be embraced this quickly by this many people. And it's really a, a champagne problem they're describing it as. Is, you know, now they have this platform and all these people have signed up and now they really need to figure out how to work out all the kinks. Um, it definitely feels very much in, the, in its infancy. Like you mentioned, a lot of really simple things that you want to do on the platform don't currently work. So I think there's going to be a lot of changes to the user interface in the coming months, for sure. Now, for those who are, to circle back to the beginning, for those maybe uh, they've got a personal account, maybe they've got a small business account, they're trying to figure out, how do I use threads? So, so given all of this, uh, what's your advice on how to best approach this? My approach would really be to have your own unique strategy for this platform that is not tied to your other platforms. Right now, it's really not a place to try to sell anything, which I know as a small business owner is a hard thing to hear because obviously you want to sell your products, but it's really just about developing your brand voice kind of thinking about what makes your brand playful and fun and how you can put out content that people are going to find interesting and engaging. I think if you're an entrepreneur, tap into your um, journey and what sort of made you um, decide to launch your own business. I think really tap into um, what makes your brand fun and different and don't try to sell anything and don't take it too seriously above all else. Jennifer Inglis, the VP of Social Media for St. Louis Marketing Firm, Elasticity. Thank you so much for your expertise. We really appreciate it. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in. You can subscribe and get twice daily updates. Just search for STL All Local on your podcast app.